Mike Slater. America WK with your host, Andrew WK. There are these moments when you are compelled to do things that defy your own logic, that defy your own taste, that defy defy your own preferences. You wind up doing things that you don't like to do, and yet you like doing them almost because of it. America WK, Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon on the Blaze Radio Network. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is Mike Slater. Enough of that stuff for the day. I want to talk about Benghazi and the, the uh, we'll talk about three of the Americans of the four who were uh, who were killed. I say three because uh, three of the four were uh, from San Diego, uh, where I am right now. So uh, to people in San Diego, this is a local story about what happened. So I want to chat about them uh, in the next hour. But real quick, I want to tell the story of James Vernon. James Vernon, 75 years young, retired chess club teacher but more importantly to this moment in his life uh, army veteran it's thursday afternoon last thursday a 19 year old ran into the library yelling i'm going to kill some people and he had two long hunting knives one in each hand and the handles were taped so that he had a better grip on him. Now inside this room were 16 kids between 7 and 13 and a handful of moms. It was a homeschool chess club meeting. And James, because again, he's a retired chess club teacher, uh, was just there to help out a little bit, just volunteer his time and uh, spend some time with these kids teaching chess. So the 19-year-old uh, runs in. I, I, for the sake of time, we'll call him the... Uh, the murderer. Now he, I'll give it away the punchline. I don't know what else to call him. He didn't end up killing anyone, and I'll, I'll tell the story in a second. Um, but I would be murderer. I don't know what the correct word would be for him. The knifeman. I mean, whatever. Um, so nineteen-year-old runs in. No one moves except for James. He immediately stands up to confront the murderer. The killer. We'll call him the killer. Maybe. So just imagine this scene. Local community library. You got 16 little kids, 13, 7 to 13. About a handful of moms. One man, 75 years old. And he steps right up without a moment's hesitation. Why? Because he's an army veteran. He didn't run in the corner with the kids. He didn't scurry under the tables. He stood up, confronted the killer. Now, when he stood up, he noticed that every step he took closer to the killer, he, the, the kid would back away. And the kid, he's 19, he would back away. So he took another step forward. The killer took another step back. He took another step forward, took another step back. And eventually he was able to do this and position himself so that he got between the 19-year-old and the door. And James says, I gave them the cue to get the heck out of there. And boy, they did that quick like rabbits. Right, so, so when he got between the, the killer and the door, he was able to give a, a signal, and all the kids and the moms ran out of the room. James made that happen because he was able to get in position. And he tried to distract him. Uh, hopefully he didn't notice that the kids were, were scurrying out, right? 
tried to distract him, tried to talk to him, get him to calm down, but really just so he didn't notice the, the kids. And not only that, so he's doing all those things. He's, he's paying attention to the kids and the moms. He's getting a position. He's trying to distract the kids, trying to calm them down. And at the same time, he's watching how uh, the 19-year-old's moving the knives. And James noticed that he was moving the knife in his right hand easier, a little more, with a little more flu, uh, fluid, fluidity, fluidity, right? So he did that because he figured if the killer's, when the killer runs after me, I know what hand he's going to stab first with. So he, sure enough, he ran after James and with his right hand tried to stab him. James blocked it with his left hand. Now, he says afterwards he should have hit him on the wrist like the army trained him to do, but that was half a century ago. So he didn't quite have the details, specifics down. He did remember, though, the first rule of combat, be fast and vigorous. So James, 75 years old, grabbed the 19-year-old, threw him on the table in the library. And then when he was laying on his back, he took a, a closed his fist and just slammed his collarbone. Just started just pounding his collarbone until he dropped the knife. And at that point, a library employee came in and, and, and took the knives off the, the table when he let go of them. And they both kept him on the ground until police arrived. This, ladies and gentlemen, is how it's done. Moral of the story, sometimes even chess can be exciting. No, no, no. The moral of the story is decide now. Decide now. It's a theme we have often on the show. Decide now if you're going to get involved or not. Uh, You have three options. Yes, I am going to get involved if I'm in a situation like this. No, I am not going to get involved. Or, I don't know, I'll figure it out later. Which is a no. If you don't decide now, you will run and hide. And if you decide that you want to be like James, I don't know, save the lives of 16 kids. If you want to be that type of person, well, that takes time. It takes time. It takes practice to know what to do so may i just humbly uh, suggest some um some self-defense classes some krav maga k-r-a-v-m-a-g-a krav maga it's what the israeli defense forces use uh my local show it was after the train stabbing i think i think it was something else too another was there some other shooting i forget and i just threw out on a whim i was like does anyone want to take some krav maga classes i got a friend who's a trainer um like 50 people showed up right um it was awesome. So uh, think about taking some classes or something because it may come in handy. Now, the real question is, uh, this was a week or so ago. Uh, I don't know if James Vernon yet has received his invitation to the White House. I mean, he did save the, I don't know if he saved the lives of 16 kids, but I mean, there was a 19-year-old with two long hunting knives, 16 kids and a couple of moms I I don't know I don't know what you know we we don't know what would have happened but it it wouldn't have been good. So James certainly I think saved some lives. I I don't think he's received his invite to the White House. Now the clock kid on the other 
12 o'clock. He had a wonderful time at the White House on Monday. Is it? I remember on, on my Monday, on Monday's uh, my local show, we talked a lot about this because, and I put it on Facebook. That's why I put it on Facebook. I had like 200 shares like immediately because I don't think anyone was aware of what, where Clock Kid was at last week. So on Monday, he met with the president in the White House. Do you know where he was last Thursday? I think that's it's kind of an important thing to know. Can we take a, let's take a minute and chat about this real quick, shall we? Let's clock it. So there's James Vernon. We need. I think we should know James Vernon's name. I think James Vernon. Should, we should hold him up. We should celebrate him. We should thank him. We should want to be more like him. But for some reason, Clock Kid gets the invite to the White House. I want to back it up though. Do you remember um, Darfur? Remember hearing about Darfur all the time? It was about ten years ago. George Clooney uh, was was big into the Darfur, and and to his credit, he's still involved. Um, the musician, the U two, Black Eyed Peas, put out songs. And celebrities were all about it. It was the cause du jour, and a worthy one in two thousand three. Um, Three hundred thousand people were, uh, or since two thousand three. 300,000 people have been killed in Darfur. And that doesn't include the 2.2 million Sudanese people who were killed by the government in the south of the country before Darfur even became a problem. And the deaths there are are unimaginable. Uh, One hospital has been bombed five times by the government. Uh, Children are beheaded in front of their parents. Uh, People have been in line waiting for food, like food drops, when the military comes in and just mows people down. Um in Sudan, they have death trains to transport people to their death. And this is one reason why it bothers me that we're not allowed to ever mention anything Hitler ever did as if it never happened and as if it certainly will never happen again. Nothing ever like it will ever happen again except for like n- now in the Sudan. But what? That's bad people. Mind. Anyway, the guy who led all this is uh, Omar al-Bashir. He's truly one of the worst dictators in, in like certainly in the last hundred years. Right up there in history, too. One of the worst dictators. I'd put him right next to Pol Pot. I think he's killed more people than Pol Pot. Well, Clock Kid and his family went to Sudan the other day and met with Omar al-Bashir. What? Like, let that sink in for a minute. The clock kid, you, may, you know what I'm talking about, the poor, innocent Muslim schoolboy from Texas who was the victim of racial profiling because the white teacher thought he brought a bomb to school when in reality it was just your, uh, your average run-of-the-mill digital clock with a bunch of exposed wires inside of a metal box. That's, that's all. It wasn't a bomb. Jeez. So the, the clock kid who's invited the White House and Facebook and Google and all these other places, the progressive cause du jour from uh, two weeks ago or what, a month ago is meeting or met with the Sudanese genocidal dictator from the progressive cause du jour of 10 years ago. That is weird, isn't it? <laughs> I put it on, I put that on Facebook. I think that's what I said. I said, uh, I said like, okay, this has happened. Like he, he met with the president. He's meeting with the president, you know, our president. That's weird, right? That's weird, or we're on agreement that, that that's weird. Okay. Just want to make sure I wasn't going uh, crazy. 
I just think um, I don't know. Like I'm I'm half joking when I say I'm surprised that Clock Kid and his family were allowed back in America after a trip to the Sudan to meet with the president, let alone allowed to go back, allowed to go into the White House and get close to the president. That's I mean, he, he, let me, I'm sorry, maybe I didn't make this clear. Omar al-Bashir is wanted by the International Criminal Court for every possible crime against humanity you can imagine. He's wanted for war crimes, extermination, torture, rape, you name it. But he's not just like, well, you know, some, some people think he's not like, it's not even like um, Bashir and Syria or something where you're like, well, he's, he's the guy that we like and he's a pretty bad dude, but we like him sometimes, an ally, blah, blah, blah. And we need some for stability. Like, well, no, this guy is horrible. <laughs> everyone, everyone thinks Omar al-Bashir is a horrible, ruthless dictator as bad as it gets. And the kid went and his family went and met with him and then... Four days later, met with our president. Come on, that's weird. And no, no one, no one noticed. No one, <laughs> no one paid attention to. It. By the way, President Obama in, in 2006, I think, um, there was a big rally on the National Mall, uh, Save Darfur, and Senator Barack Obama spoke at it. So he spoke against Omar Al Bashir. And now the guy who just met him a couple days ago is swinging by the White House to meet with our president. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm only half joking when I say I don't know. I don't think they should be allowed back in the country now. Uh, the clock kid and his family did move to Qatar. They're announcing they're moving to Qatar. So whatever. And also think about the family. Would you want your son to meet someone like that? <laughs> someone who's wanted by the International Criminal Court. I think we should keep an eye on this family. And it has nothing to do with a clock. Anyway, Clock Kid's famous. Clock Kid gets the roll carp- red carpet. James Vernon, uh, local news story, off into obscurity. Crazy. one 888 Mike Slater Show, The Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. Mike Slater. We'll continue in a moment. On The Blaze Radio Network.